Welcome to the Ripple Podcast. The podcast where we tell you stories about strange and unusual things. <laughs> and the ripples they create. AKA the story after the story. I'm Rosa. And I'm Angela. And this is the Ripple Podcast. And welcome home. Get Ripple. The bright new drink the best. Ring-a-ding flavor, Ripple. What does that mean? Um, I just wanted to welcome you home. This isn't my home. Just welcome home. What? I'm so confused. What are you talking about? I will explain it all. Just, I will explain it You're all. You're just not going to explain it right now? Nope. It's just a mental note. I'm probably going to forget by the time you get there. That's all right. I probably will too. Okay. It was a great thought though. Yeah, sure. So? Okay. Um, do you have anything to say? anything to say on, <laughs> on the podcast. podcast um i just noticed that we have a crossbow in our pod office which is uh, good to have i guess that, that could come in handy in case of the zombie apocalypse or something yeah there's also like hockey sticks and stuff in case like we want to dress up like jason one night oh we need a mask i can't wait for halloween Oh, if hopefully Halloween isn't canceled. Oh, if Halloween is canceled, I will be so sad. No, this is actually, this whole pandemic is made for Halloween. Everybody has to wear a mask. <laughs> you're already in your ha- your costume. Yeah. I mean, you're set. You just like keep your, your well, okay, perfect. Trick or treating. You just leave the bowl of candy out. No need to contact. Yeah, don't touch it. Just Perfect. Yeah. Just take food from strangers, bring it home. You'll uh-huh. be fine. So I have a really funny story to tell you, and I've only told one other person this. Okay. And now I'm just going to share it with our pod world. So obviously, I've mentioned this before on the podcast, that I help out our grandma a couple nights a week. Mm-hmm. I stay over there and help her. She's 95, you know, just, you know, helping out with little things here and there. So she's not alone. And part of the things... I do for her is I water some of her plants that I see that might need a drink. Perfect. And I've been doing this for about two years now. Okay. Today I discovered that I have been watering plastic plants. Holy shit. Are you for the last me? two years. How did you just find this out right now? Because, okay, first of all, they're um, air plants. So they, oh, they kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. look fake anyways. There's not Wait, any. I know her air plants. Right. They're sitting above the sink. Yeah. Those are fake. See? I had no idea. I know. And I've been watering them. They're totally fake. I even took a picture because I wanted to show you like, I didn't, I didn't know if you had recogni- or well, to recognize them. Well, with air plants, don't you just like give them a little spritz? Yeah. I just, I threw them under the sink. Look. Don't they totally look real? Yeah, those are really nice. I know, but they even have like a little bit of brown on the tip. They have like stuff. little exposed roots too because they're air plants. Uh-huh. And they don't need soil. So yeah, I've been watering plastic plants for two years. How did you finally discover this? Because I never flowered and I may have like squished one of the leaves <laughs> to see if it would break <laughs> off in my hand. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So... Yeah, that was my embarrassing story. But hey, you know, the more you know. Hey, they fooled you for a long time. Yeah, they're cool. I'm going to keep watering them. Well, 
uh, okay. Well, it'll just wash the dust off. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm with that's you. That's all on I that. was doing. I wasn't really watering them. I was just rinsing the them. dust off. Oh my gosh! How did we forget this? We have hit one thousand, over a thousand now. Listens. Downloads, listens, over a thousand. I know. Round of applause for us. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Most uh, successful podcasters get that in like one episode, but hey, we're, it's actually kind of insane to think that people listen to our voice a thousand freaking times, thousand hours of our voice being played. Yeah. All around the world. I'm so sorry for your ears. We're in more countries now. (gasps) Yeah. We're in Argentina. Oh, that's exciting. Exotic. Um, Spicy. I can't remember that. I think yeah, that's I don't the remember. newest no, one I saw. There's a few new ones, but I I do remember Argentina. I don't remember the others, but we're out there. Mm-hmm. We our voices have traveled further than I ever have. Keep spreading the the ripple love, and we're gonna be doing a giveaway pretty soon. Yeah, I was so just gonna a mention that for that. So I uh, I don't really want to do all the details yet. Yeah. I think Mm-mm. next episode, stay tuned. We're gonna have a super cool giveaway. We're bribing you to love us and share us and uh for attention and affection and tell us we aren't horrible um we'll give you presents yeah so total bribery it works hey we're we're not trying to hide anything this is completely shameless no but (laughs) we have not bought any listeners yeah i don't followers it might be because i haven't figured out how to that might be part of the reason um but no, we have not. We haven't I know. bought any followers. We haven't bought any listeners. I know people do that. So when they have 400,000 five-star reviews, they have paid for those. So I'm happy with our mm, six, seven, <laughs> seven reviews. Seven. Well, no, we have more. Re- well, review- we have more ratings. Right. We, I think we only have like seven reviews. But right. hey, I'm okay with that. Totally. I'm a little afraid. Okay. Let me just point out this. So this morning is uh, it's Wednesday right now. So our last week episode, when you're listening to it, came out today. Today, uh, Rosa got really frustrated and tired with this whole ordeal of trying to get it to upload because I don't know technical difficulties. Because I was at my grandma's house and her Wi-Fi. She was like, "F it, I'm just calling this Angela's episode," Mm -hmm. and I was so embarrassed that you need you just straight up put out Angela's episode and in the description I wrote info <laughs> I didn't even see that That's part all I wrote because I had to write something and I was done I was so frustrated I'm okay with it I'm happy with our little collection of listeners our it's little, good yeah and we're gonna get more I'm I'm confident yes tell me to tell you a story yes please do oh wait no I'm gonna interrupt you one more time oh my gosh so uh, there is no cocktail for freaking mob mentality. So I brought kombucha. Hey. Because the mobs love kombucha. So I don't know if I mentioned this, but I'm brewing my own kombucha again. Oh, that scares me a little bit. Mm-mm, I've done it before. It's so good. How's your symbiotic culture of yeast or no bacteria and yeast going? My SCOBY. Yeah. Great. I got it from a, Ken, my friend Kenji. Uh-huh. He dropped off some SCOBY at my house. So you have a science experiment in your kitchen? On my counter. Is it growing? Totally. And it's bubbling. Mm. So good. Yeah. So we're drinking booch. Yeah. Same mold. That's all right. It's maybe one of these days they'll sponsor us. 
Send us some free booch. Flying embers from Ohio. And boochcraft. Okay, so here's my... um, Chula Vista. Chula Vista. That's where boochcraft is from. That's good. Okay, here's my sources. Um, Blogs.scientificcamerycan.com independent.co.uk um gadflyonline.com outsideonline.com why and lhstorch.com you're doing it on purpose now i totally am and wikipedia okay so ready wikipedia.com or wikipedia.org um .edu.co mhm okay so here we have the Salem Witch Trials, the Holocaust, sporting events, stock market crashes, the internet. What do those things all have in common? I'm assuming mob mentality. <laughs> well, yeah. Is that a wild of, guess? Because <laughs> you kind of knew the subject. But yes. So obviously mob mentality. That's my subject matter for really? tonight. Okay. You're gonna have to explain a couple of those. To I will. Me. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get to it. Okay. So it's also known as like herd mentality, mob mentality, um, pack mentality, gang mentality. Those are all kind of different variations of the same definition. Okay. Um, and it's mainly like how the grouping of people um, that are influenced by their peers, they can adopt certain behaviors on mainly emotional rather than rational basis. So it's like a collection of people. And no matter, like, how good their intentions may be, um, they sometimes can find themselves drawn into doing something that they wouldn't normally do because they, at the time, believe it's for the better whole of the group. Hmm. Okay? So, stay with me. This is a quote that says, There are several reasons why crowds have this effect. Acting as part of a group can make individuals feel more anonymous and less responsible for their actions. That makes more sense. Okay. Both of which can promote aggression. Crowds may also change what constitutes seemingly appropriate behavior. If everybody else is doing something, it seems more justified or correct. And then on the flip side, perpetrators may knowingly commit like the wrongdoing to seek the approval of those around them. So as not to like stand out or not, you know, they don't want to do it, but if they don't feel, if they don't do it, they feel like they're going to stand out more. Right, right. So obviously not all mob mentality is a negative thing. There are some actual like positives from it. And I'm going to tell you about one of those positives because some of those are pretty dark anyway so but yeah the holocaust i don't want to i don't want to do that no it's too no mm-mm, nope not happening so i'm doing burning man oh okay so burning man for if you don't know um it's a annual week-long event that takes place in the black rock rock desert in nevada and its name actually comes from the burning of like this giant statue or like art piece on the last day of the event. Isn't it like made out of a bunch of sticks and stuff? It depends. Every year it's different. Hmm. So I'll tell you how it first started. Um, and then every year the the man changes. They have like different themes and it's, it's craziness. We've talked about Burning Man before. I think on the unicorn episode. 
Yeah, we did. Because I said if I ever went to Burning Man, I would be rocking back and forth locked in a porter patty. And I would be dancing naked yes. across the sand uh-huh. dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, some people actually consider Burning Man like a large scale social experiment, which is pretty interesting. So um, it started back in 1986. And... It was just a little small group of friends and they were decided they were going to like burn this. They called it like an effigy on San Francisco's Baker Beach, which is like just west of the Golden Gate Bridge. For, oh, OK. You mean it, but so it's pretty much out in the open. Um, and people weren't really sure the original like why it started. Some people say it was like a tribute to summer solstice. Some just say it was guerrilla art. And then some people say... It was a man's attempt to exercise his heartbreak. And um, it actually started by this guy. He was one of the co-creators, Larry Harvey. And she or he had a friend named Mary. And um, they just she used to have like this bonfire on the beach every year. And she stopped doing it and so he wanted to bring it back so he kind of wanted to recreate this like kind of fun time okay and he's hanging out with all these people and they're all artists and just they're just creating art together so he's like okay (laughs) I totally thought you were just gonna say they're all high out of their minds well that too probably and um he's like you know what let's burn a man on the beach he just out of the blue, like, it's it's his vision. I'm going to burn a man on the beach. Sounds like a great idea. And he's like, he, he's like, honestly, there wasn't much more to it than that. Do you want to, he's like, do you want to go build a figure and go burn it for the solstice? And the, the guy responded, yeah, sure. So the first year, it was just like a little teeny stick figure, like with some scrap wood. And they made it to kind of look kind of man-like. You know, it had like a little bit of a pyramid shape, he said kind of designed after his ex-girlfriend oh and that's he, nice well he said he wanted to burn her out of his memory oh so that's kind of so eternal yes, it, sunshine of a spotless mind <laughs> it did have the it did take place on the solstice and it was a human so it was actually like a woman so burning man it actually started as a woman okay but they say now that the man is like whatever you need him to be. Oh. So it's kind of represents whatever if you're if it's an excitement, you know, you want it to, you know, light that flame inside of you, that's what it is. If you want to burn something out of your memory, that's what it is. It's Burning man is whatever you need it to be. Yeah. Okay. That reminds me of do you remember hearing that story about that woman in Colorado? She was like a park ranger. And she had that really bad breakup and she went out into the forest and she took a burn pile of all of her ex-boyfriend's things. No. You don't know about this? Oh, we have to do a story about this. No. When you okay. started telling me this story, it, the first thing that um, came to mind was the astronaut chick that wore the diaper. Oh, no. That's another good one, too. Yeah. Though. No, but I don't think she burned anything. I mean, she may have. She was a, she was a whack job. <laughs> but no, it, they she did straight up like friends Remember when they had the breakup uh-huh, on Friends yeah, and they, uh-huh. they and had the firemen like the, came? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she took like pictures and stuff and she went out into the forest and she lighted a little fire, do this whole ritual, ceremonial, burn them out of my life type of thing. Sure. And then she started like the nation's largest wild. Oh, shut up. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> it is. It is. But 
Yeah, we'll do an episode on that someday. Yeah, totally. Terrible breakups. Yeah. Yeah. So besides that little group of people, like the little artists, um, he said there was only about like four other people around um, and they just came over because they saw the flames and a couple of them had like a guitar and a tambourine. And he's very San Francisco of them. Totally. And it's funny because one of the guys is like, yeah, I don't even know if they really like wanted to join in on the party. I think they just saw a fire and wanted to get warm. (laughs) So they're just hanging out, having a good time. Um, So that was the first year. It just started like a little bonfire. They had to move it because obviously the police and the fire department were like, this is not going to happen anymore. Like, you guys can't keep doing this. So in 1990, um, they moved to Black Rock in Nevada. It's just this huge, like, vast of nothingness out, you know, sandiness. That's a good idea. Well, yeah, much safer. It's much better than uh, Colorado forest. And probably much better than San Francisco next to the bridge. Yeah, that's probably not that flammable. <laughs> and this was a really cool little quote I thought I saw read. And it says, um, you weather a few dust storms. You see a few rainbows. Look at the sky at night. It's like being on a boat in the ocean, except it's not. You can walk on it. And as you're walking on it, you're entering into the Burning Man area. You hear people say, welcome home, Burner. So they don't greet each other with a hi, hello. They say welcome home and they hug. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> I already hate it. You're so out. I'm so not going to Burning Man don't ever. Touch not that I me. ever would, but no, that just sounds horrible. You so, just have a bunch of strange hippies coming up and hugging you. Absolutely not. I want no part of it. I'm so all over it. I'm buying my ticket and I'm going next year. Do they sell tickets? That was going to be one of my questions. Yeah, okay. I'll, and I'll tell you about okay. that. Okay. So the first thing that you learn when you arrive is that you're not done. Like you don't just get there and you like start a party. It's you have to figure out your shelter. Um, you have to figure out how, what you're going to do for shade. You're you're coming and. I have all those things at home. <laughs> you're setting up your campsite. We are Pod Jerky, two Canadian buddies serving up multi-flavored audio jerky in every episode. We share entertaining stories, social experiments, commentary, and review from our daily lives. Pod Jerky. Make it a double. Now, if you were going to go to Burning Man in 2021, there'd probably be close to 50,000 people who come out to the desert and they create this like temporary but total like legitimate city and um it's got like its own street grid it has its own laws and this is the kind of the mob mentality for the for the positive so they do away with a lot of like the most fundamental institutions which would be like money money's not allowed um instead they do like a barter economy um, How long is this thing going on where they have to set up a freaking economy? Uh, I think it's like a week, maybe 10 days. Oh, okay. I, it's it's a while. It's, it's yeah, it's a whole, like, that's your vacation. But people, some people don't even call it really a barter economy. It's more like a gift economy. So when you're packing to go to Burning Man, a lot of people pack extras of things with intention of gifting them to strangers. Okay, like so, what? 
like extra drinks, um, extra because a lot of people go get around drugs. On, drugs, <laughs> sure. Um, not clothes because clothing is totally optional, and that's another part of the mob mentality. Is because so many people are naked. If you're wearing clothes, you almost feel like you're standing out. Oh, so that's kind of like you know. Obviously, we're not going to walk around naked, you know, in the Target, but at Burning Man, you almost have to. It's not a rule. But because of the the people around you, everyone else is doing it mentality, most people strip down to nothing. Hmm. So make sure you have extra sunscreen. Yeah. Um, you ever had sunburn nipples? Never. Well? Never. I don't really want that. There you go. <laughs> people get around on bikes a lot because they don't allow cars. No, no, no. They do. They're riding around on bikes naked. Well, yeah, and a lot of them okay. are like I don't have seats. a penis and testicles, but I would imagine that that would not go over well. Well, you think a vag on this bicycle seat is going to feel any better? I think it could be better, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe they're like the seats, like the ones that you can rent at the beach. Like the big, big like beach a bench? Seat? Oh. Like those kind of bicycles. I hope they bring some Lysol wipes with them. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah. So extra like biking supplies, um, grilled cheese sandwiches are like super big at Burning Man. Vegan so, grilled cheese? Um, or just cheese. Okay. But whatever is needed, they give away. Um, and the they give it away without expecting anything in return. And that's why it's kind of like the gift economy rather than barter. And an example that was given was like, okay, my car went into a ditch. And if, you know, you saw someone that needed help, mm -hmm. a lot of people would offer to help. Okay. But then there's other people that would be like, well, what's this person going to do for me? Who thinks that? Well, some people that just drive by. Hmm. So that's, it's like they're helping each other out without expecting anything in return. Well, that's really nice. Well, absolutely. There's also... Uh, their own lingo that they have at Burning Man. They, everyone that goes is a burner. Okay. And then I already said, like, the whole welcome home. They hug instead of handshake. They have, like, ten rules. And I'll kind of go over those in a little bit. But there's, like, you know, ten kind of, like, rules that you have to follow. The rangers. And they're kind of, like, they call them, like, the sheriffs without having to involve, like, real sheriffs. Okay. And it's just, like, when, it, when they still did have cars allowed in the, um, there was someone that was driving through and they were totally going way too fast and not being safe. So what some of these rangers did was they went and they took all the air out of their tires. <gasps> oh, no. And they put a note on their car instead of a ticket that said air pressure is a privilege. <laughs> Funny. Um, they, I support that. that was, I, yeah. I think I'm back on board with Burning Man. With, with, because of their <laughs> rangers. Yeah. That's pretty great. It's a, I mean, that's a good lesson right there. Yeah. They do um, allow guns. Okay, I'm on board again. And you would totally like this. So in 93, there was like a drive-by shooting range. and a Wait, a drive-by shooting range? Uh-huh. And, uh, and a golf skeet. 
and they were like 10 to, so they were super safe about it it was like 10 to 15 miles outside of camp okay and it says for the golf skeet we had one guy with a 12 gauge and one hitting balls with a sand wedge and you'd get points every time you hit the ball oh this sounds amazing but they did away with that um when this one guy showed up with a m1 grand grand yeah oh that's um, a bummer so i mean i don't think he would be very successful shooting that but yeah kind of sounds would fun be... right yeah and of course they burn stuff they burn a lot of stuff not just the burning man but they and then they explode stuff there's stuff that's like lit up with led giant rave um and kids are allowed they have kids under 12 are free if um i don't know how i'd feel taking my six-year-old with a bunch of naked people and whatever hey nudity is completely natural well and we're a very naked family so (laughs) um but it's they're saying like it's you know a tribe like you're safe there so there's you know kids are um but there have been bad things that have happened at burning man so this one guy he was drinking and he was on a motorcycle and he was kind of playing chicken with this van and he started like you know like running up real fast next to the van and then backing off and then running up real fast next to the van what this is when the cars were still allowed okay i'm just confused about so he's like he's riding alongside it Uh uh-huh because they're not like on real roads because i was envisioning like playing chicken like you're going head to head oh sorry no i guess that wouldn't be called chicken huh um tag is that a better word He's playing tag with the van. Was the van uh, involved in this? Like playing this game? Not necessarily. He just felt like riding up and I'm going to touch the van. He wanted to see how close he could get to it. Hmm. Well, he got really close. And the mirror of the van actually decapitated him. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Now I feel a little bit guilty about yeah. that. But I said it anyway. I mean, that happened. And oh, then there was geez. another that's a strong mirror. Like that's almost an endorsement for that mirror. Well, it, I mean, maybe it was like a moving van, you know, some like not like a minivan, but like a not know, the collapsible kind, the kind that have actual bars that are like bolted onto the side of like the door. A hardcore one. I don't know. Yeah, but pretty bad. Yeah, it's not the greatest idea. And then in 96, there was another accident where someone was driving recklessly and they drove over a tent with a couple in it. (gasps) And it crashed into another car and it like burned um, the hot radiator fluid, got like all over this lady and the couple had to be medevaced. So bicycles sound great. That's kind of why they were like, okay, we're done with cars. We're done. And, you know, that's better for the environment. And if that's kind of what they're. Yeah. You just deal with mm-hmm. the crotch sweat and just keep going. Along. Little extra baby powder and you're good to go. All right. Um. So, yeah, there is like maps that map out like, OK, this is where this art installation is because there's beautiful art that sets up in the middle of the desert. I mean, I'd like to see like that. Very, very talented artists that set up these massive, massive art installations. Mm-hmm. Um. And then there's, like, tents where you can, you know, get sushi off of a naked lady. Oh, no. And there's tents where you can um, have, like, you know, listen to this band coming to play. So there's all these different things. And there's actually, like, street grids and, you know, directions set up to 
to find these well, things. Well, I just saw a picture and it looks freaking massive. Like that's, it looks like it's something that you would expect to see there year round. Like it's a straight up town. It's, it is. It really, really, really is. But they leave. They're not there all year. Well, and that's part of their big thing is they say leave no trace. Oh. So they come, they party, and then they leave with nothing left behind. So the people that set up Burning Man, they actually have formed an LLC, and it's called Black Rock City. And it is a $23 million per year um, organization, and they have 40 full-time employees, hundreds of volunteers, and they donate to multiple um, nonprofit art foundations that give out grants. Um, and then the because, like I mentioned, you do have to get a ticket to go. Um, they have to. They did like a lottery for it. Unfortunately, some of the people, like the veterans or the big artists, didn't get tickets through that lottery system. So the, you know, $450 ticket that it normally would be, people were selling like $1,000 on eBay to go. That's insane. Kind of crazy, right? That is right? so much money. And it, wait, okay. So it's, what, what, what did you say like the minimum price was? Um, I think minimum was $250. $250? I think that was minimum. And what do you get? You just get to be you there? You get to get in. And then if you are like driving and you have to pay a vehicle fee, but it parks $100 for a vehicle for fee. your car to be parked there mm-hmm. for how and it's for nine days, nine days. Uh, it's just weird <laughs> because like you're just paying to like hang out with people. But I mean, you in have the to desert think- for a week and you're bringing all your own stuff. Yeah, but you're getting entertainment. And I was going to tell you some really funny stories because I was looking up like funny kind of Burning Man stories and one person calls it like a Montessori for grown-ups which I kind of loved <laughs> okay so there are 10 principles of Burning Man that one of the co-founders Larry Harvey wrote in 2004 okay and so these are like the guidelines for Burning Man kind of like their rules but they don't really have rules but this is kind of what they stand for and represent mm, okay so the first one is radical inclusion. So, like, anyone can be a part of Burning Man. There's no age, sex, um, re- race, religion. Like, anyone. Even a prude like me? Yes. Even you would be welcomed with <laughs> naked <laughs> hugs at Burning Man. Okay. Gifting, which I kind of already went over, was the whole, like, you know, barter gifting system. Um, I like giving gifts. I do too. That's one of my love languages. Yeah, I really like to give gifts. I I much prefer giving. I mean, obviously, I like to get gifts too, but I like to like search out and see what someone will like. I I enjoy that. You appreciate the giving and the receiving and the receiving and the giving and the giving. Yes. (laughs) I'm glad you understood. I I no one else is going to get that. No one else is going to get that. There will be. If, if you, you get if you it. watch Friends. Oh, sorry. Oh, you just away. gave it away. Okay. Oh, well. So the other one is, and I, I like sounded this word out so many times. Decommodification. 
A decommodification. Thank you. I don't, I'm saying that like I know what it means. Well, it's very strange. I'll read this one. Okay. I don't really understand it myself. But it says, in order to preserve the spirit of gifting, our community seeks to create social environments that are unmeditated by commercial sponsorships, transactions, or advertising. We stand ready to protect our culture from such exploration. Wait, I'm confused. Okay. So they don't want to make it into like a big commercial event, right? That's what they're kind of saying. Mm -hmm. But then they're selling tickets for it. They're selling tickets because they have to limit the number of people that attend. Oh, I see. And and so much of the money is donated back to nonprofits. Huh. Okay. But what they're saying is that it's never going to be Burning Man brought to you by Monster Energy Drink. Exactly. Exactly. So then there's the next one is Radical Self-Reliance. And oh, that's, I like that. Yeah. So it's the encouragement of, you know, a person discovering themselves and their oh. inner resources. Like, what can you do? Take care of yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm coming around to this whole burning man You're thing. so going to be As there. long as nobody hugs me, I think I'm kind of good. <laughs> Everyone is going to hug you. And then the next one was radical self-expression. So just be yourself. Um, you can be a part of a group, um, but make, you know, they're almost saying don't have the mob mentality. Like, you know, if this is what you believe in, then awesome. Go for it. Um, if these people also stand for what you believe in, then great. More power to you. So no clicks. No mean girls. Uh-huh. I like that too. There's the communal effort, which is just, you know, working together. And that's part of, you know, like the cleanup process. Okay. Um, there's the civic responsibility. And that's community members who organize events should assume responsibility for public welfare and endeavor to communicate civic responsibilities to the participants. Again, just like, hey, be safe. Don't be stupid. Because, you know, a lot of people there go to just go crazy. Like, and that's kind of what I had in mind. And and a lot of people do. But you can do it safely. Okay, I, I respect that. If you want to trip on mushrooms, go for it. Then I'm, I'm all knock for yourself it. out, but have a babysitter so you're being safe. Participation, and it's they're just saying that whether in the individual or in society, um, it can occur only through the medium of deeply personal participation. We achieve being through doing. Everyone is invited to work. Everyone is invited to play. We make the world real through actions that open the heart. So. If someone needs help setting up their tent, help them. So don't just be an onlooker. Don't be an asshole, basically. Okay. I'm coming around. Maybe (laughs) I can be a burner, maybe. And then the last one is immediacy. So like um, immediate experience is in many ways the most important touchstone of value in our culture. We seek to overcome barriers that stand between us and a recognition of our inner selves. The reality of those around us, participation in society, and contact with the natural world exceeding human powers, no idea can substitute for this experience. Huh. So, here. We have no, that was a lot of words. It, yeah, and it's, it's a lot of, like, words just, like, thrown together, too. Word salad. There it is. Um, but I'm going to tell you some funny stories about people that have attended Burning Man. I do have to say that I, I did look up some like super when you were peeing. Mm-hmm. Freaking amazing artwork. Oh, it's beautiful. Like this 
like full on whale in the middle of the desert that it's just like it's huge it's, it's just super super cool looking but i also have to note which makes me <laughs> like burning man a little bit better i did not see anyone naked in that picture um, they were all fully clothed maybe that was like the setup process maybe oh, they maybe. weren't naked they weren't yet. they weren't fully immersed in the burning man not culture yet, yet. they had an an uh veiled their true selves yeah the mob mentality hadn't kicked in yet okay as soon as that one person strips down then everyone does it okay so um here's some fun stories this one says, I once traded 25 glow sticks for a ride on a small airplane that was nearly out of gas, flown by a crazy guy who I later saw drive a 16-inch penny nail through his dick. Wait, what? <laughs> okay, back up, back up. Because I'm like, first, glow sticks, uh, duh, cliche, burning man. Uh-huh. Second, flying a small airplane in the desert. What? That sounds cool. Right? I'm all for it. Third, 12-inch nail through... 16 Oh, I'm sorry. 16-inch penny nail. I'm always just, you know, underestimating the inches. Uh, <laughs> they usually exaggerate. <laughs> it was totally 12-inch. <laughs> that liar. Uh, wait, what? Huh? Why? It, I don't know the why. This is, it was for shock value, for art. For yeah. art. Self-expression. Okay. He, he made himself into a human fountain. Yep. Gave himself a blowhole. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Okay, then okay here's another one um there's this girl and she decided to wander out onto like the playa which is like the the sandy area one night for a little wait what is it playa p-l-a-y-a beach sure sand i guess that's like a word it's yeah it's a spanish word oh okay does that mean beach yeah oh i just thought it was like what they called it Uh, i mean maybe it could have been I I, i don't know i might be assuming things i didn't take spanish she wanted a little alone time and then she's like walking around in the dark and she's like she sees this porta potty like out in the middle of nowhere and And that's where i'm hiding and she's like you know what i totally do have to pee and i might as well pee in a porta potty rather than just out on the sand okay so she walks over to the porta potty and she opens the door and comes to find out that it's not actually a toilet after all there's a guy standing behind a wooden bar top and he's got shelves of liquor behind him and he smiles at her and he's like quote welcome to the smallest bar in the world what would you like oh my god i love it (laughs) and she's like like the shock wore off and she stepped inside and she ordered a shot of whiskey wait and she hung out for a little while had a few more drinks thanked the bartender and then walked back to camp okay okay i have so many questions if this really happened that is amazing and we need to go if this (laughs) is all a drug-induced hallucination that is amazing and i'm way too scared to ever experience (laughs) it but i can appreciate it well and the best part of the story she says was like how long was this guy standing in his like bar waiting for someone to come wait i have two more funny stories okay okay so there's a man that pedaled up next to us with a little cart attached to his bike. He asked us if we liked grilled cheeses. Mm. We, of course, said, fuck yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he got off his bike. He opened his little cart and proceeded to make us fresh hot grilled cheese and bacon sandwiches Ooh. with ice cold Bloody Mary <gasps> to fill our canteens with. 
Uh, so we're doing a ripple trip to Burning Man. <laughs> I I have to apologize. I've totally converted you. I uh, apologize for all of the uh, prejudice that I've held. <laughs> um, the negativity towards the naked <laughs> burners. All right. And the last little funny story is um, a story from my friend. This is a quote. It says, he arrived with a lot of jewelry, one set of clothes, and a bag of weed. He was offered a drink of quote water and doesn't remember anything else other than he woke up a day or two later oh no next to two random chicks oh no one with a strap on oh no a sore ass and a burning <gasps> sensation when he pees oh a whole new meaning to the term burning man but he's planning to go back again oh wow so i kind of liked that so these are i mean that's not the most serious obviously um, mob mentality story, but interesting, and I kind of want to go. Yeah, I mean, it sounds pretty magnificent. The only thing is, there's just a lot of people, and that scares me. Yeah, you don't like a lot of people. No. I like a lot of people. I you do. My biggest fear, and I guess I would be accepted, I guess is the word, Um, but I would get lost. I'd be riding my bike or walking around. I like probably you're afraid of getting lost at Burning Man. Uh huh. And not well, apparently everybody there is your friend, right? So, like, and I could probably sleep in someone else's tent. You would never. You would always be home. <laughs> Welcome home, Burner. Wow. Right. That's also my biggest fear. It's that's interesting that like you being lost, me being around as family by random strangers is my biggest fear. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting, though. Like, I, I totally thought it was a bunch of hippies getting stoned and having orangey, orgies, to be Well, honest. it is. There's, pl- there's I, I'm sure there's you, that, too, but it's like... Yeah, if you look at the map, there's, an, you know, the sex area. Oh, you left that part out. Well, you know. <laughs> I think the map changes yearly, though. They do have, like, themes every year okay. um, that the Burning Man... Like the the actual like statue Burning Man is kind of created after. Like one year it was like um, sci-fi themed. One year it was um, I can't even remember. But there's a bunch and like probably the whale one was I don't know under the sea. Who knows under the sea. But yeah, wow. Burning Man. I know people that have gone like Do personally you? gone many times. Really? Oh look at look at the look at the UFO burning. Wow, that's oh, wow. super cool. It's amazing. I mean, I can appreciate it. I, it sounds super cool. It sounds like it would be a really fun time. To be honest, I would probably never actually want to go. But it sounds super. I mean, I'm all about those Bloody Marys and grilled cheese. Right? That sounds like a And a whiskey bar? Like random. And a toilet. Oh, I don't know about <laughs> that part. Um, But dang. Okay. There's way more. There's so many funny stories. But I, I mean, nine days is a lot. Oh, that's way too much. I think two. That's Maybe three. Yeah. Eh, three's, three's pushing it. Well, three's you'd have to pace sure. yourself. I mean, you couldn't like blow your load on the first couple days and then you'd be, you know, shot for the rest of the time. All right. So that's Burning Man. Do you want to pick your story for next time? Um, or your theme for next time? Yeah. Okay. Get the basket. I, I have to do my along the way. Oh, we, right. We need to rename it because I'm not, I'm not researching with you anymore. So... It's not really something that I'm finding along the way. So we'll have to come up with a new name. Psychics. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be super fun. 
Oh, wait. What's going on? There's a new picture. Beautiful. (gasps) Wow. Burning Man is gorgeous. This is like a ballerina, like held up by a giant. She's um, a puppet ballerina. Like a, what are the, matinee? Nope. Macrame? Nope. No. What are they called? Marionette. That's close. It was an M. (laughs) You had the first letter. I was getting there. Wow. Dang. There's some cool stuff that happens at Burning Man. We'll post it on our Instagram. Whoa. See? But that's a good mob, right? That's good. It is. Good mob mentality. It is super cool. Wow. Okay. I guess I've never really looked at it before. Look at me being all prejudiced and stuff. You know? Oh, look at this. Look Open at this. your eyes. This Open is your hearts. What are these things? Is this a... It's a jellyfish. Look at this super cool jellyfish. See, that might have been the under the sea with the whale and stuff. Whoa. So a lot of that stuff that the artists create, they are actually creating it there with stuff that people have brought for them to, to work with. So they don't even necessarily know what people are bringing. So they the people bring this stuff and then they make this these amazing burning statues. Figures. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, like throughout the nine days, right? Wow, that is impressive. There's the whale. Look how cool that is. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. That's so cool. On that white sand, I mean, it's awesome. (laughs) Okay, so do you have a story for me? I do have a little short story for you. So, do you remember back in September of 2019, the good old days, as I like to call them? Yeah, when we thought 2019 sucked. Yeah, remember those days? Remember that. Take it all back. Mm-hmm. So back in September of 2019, there was a Facebook invitation going around. Okay. I about get lots storming of storming Area 51. <gasps> oh my gosh, yes. They can't stop us all. They can't stop us all. Let's see them aliens. Show us. Show us them aliens. All right. So obviously it got a ton of attention and like some ridiculous amount of people uh, said that they were going to go. My brother. My brother wanted to go. 1.4 million people (laughs) said that they were going to go. They were going to storm Area 51. They were going to storm Area 51. But did you ever hear what actually happened? No. And so despite millions of people responding to the public Facebook event, Nevada authorities said only about 40 people gathered at the gates before being confronted and dispersed by law enforcement. A little bit of a letdown. That's sad. They didn't get to see them aliens. Um, so they said that they saw no one actually trespassing at the Mercury Highway entrance of the Nevada National Security Site, but they did stop and take a look at the facility and, of course, take their selfies. As they had, like, signs and take me to your leader and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. All of the pics. But only one person was arrested, and it wasn't for attempting to free an alien. It was for public urination. Oh, no. So the more you know. That's funny. They said that they saw no trespassing signs at the Mercury Highway entrance to the Nevada National Security Site, but they wanted to look at the facility said the Nye County Sheriff's Office on their Facebook. Since then, the two men were sentenced to a year in county jail, which was suspended in favor of a three-day imprisonment <laughs> and a monetary fine. Wow, that was really scary for a second. <laughs> 
Um, so Maddie Roberts was actually the creator of this event. And once it got super viral, he was freaking out a little bit, thinking that like maybe he would get checked by the FBI. But so like he kind of backtracked. He like discouraged potential visitors from actually going to Area 51. But he said he just like made it one night at like three o'clock in the morning because he was born. Bored. That's fantastic. Yeah. And then there was a few others afterwards that were made, like something about um, uh, finding Sasquatch. Yeah. Give me that hairy chunk. <laughs> and then like finding the Loch Ness Monster yeah. and all. Ki- oh, that's great. Have Sometimes you, the internet is wonderful. Have you ever participated in like a mob mentality type thing? Do you know me? Actually. I wanted you to say no, and then I was going to say, liar! <laughs> I was going to, of course, say no. <laughs> I never want to be in big groups. Okay, so you have, though. Have I? What? Concerts. Would you normally sing out loud, super loud, by yourself in the middle of a... Yeah, I have, and I do, and I continue to do it every time I drink at home. Yes. Okay, no, not at home, like in a in a group setting. But would you just stand up and start belting out a song? Yes. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. If I'm drinking as much no, as no. I'm drinking at a concert, <laughs> yeah. Well, but a, but that's considered like a mob, like a group herd mentality, because everyone's standing and singing at a concert. So you're following the mob. Maybe I am the one who's initiating the singing, though. And the mob is following me. No, I think the singer is initiating the singing. Well, there is that. Um, I I think that's a bit of a stretch. I don't know. Oh, you know what the worst thing that you got me to do? Dress up? No, no, no. Worse than that. Worse than that. Mm. Pay money to live in a van for a weekend. (gasps) That was so fun. What are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, my God. Ragnar. It was awesome. It was definitely like a category three type fun. I don't know what that means. You don't know the categories of fun? No. Okay, so there's category one fun. Super fun or not fun? Category one fun is like, this is fun while I'm doing it. And then you look back at it and you're like, dang, that was fun. I'm going to do that again. That was so fun. Mm -hmm. Category two fun. Who makes up these categories? Um, I don't know. The the fun police, probably. The fun police. My mom's the fun police. Category (laughs) (laughs) Category two fun is like going skydiving. Like during the... At the time, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is so scary. But then as soon as you land, you're like, oh, my God, that was so, so fun. Okay. Let me do it again. Got it. Category three fun is it's definitely not fun while you're doing it. <laughs> and you're never going to do it again. It was not category three. It was. I, okay. It, it was fun in the regard that's like, yeah, we did that. We ran 200 miles in mm. two days. Not really in a team we did in a a team as a team it was a relay it was a lot of time with a lot of people cramped in a van there's not sweating a lot of sweating going on a lot of uh feet around and (laughs) near each other when you have six 
adults in a van plus all their gear and food and you pay to do that it was so fun i would totally do it again if anyone has a ragnar team that they want me to join let me know adam will join with you okay we'll have a co-ed ragnar team all right until next week angela is going to be doing some research on psychics can you give me a psychic test? Like those. I know. I, I, honestly. Okay. This is how I know we were related. As soon as I pulled psychics, I'm like, oh, I bet there's a test somewhere where See? you can like figure out if you're psychic. With like, like those um, cards and you have to say, oh, it's a circle. Oh, it's a heart. <gasps> yes. I've seen those. On Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. where it was from. See, all of our episodes are just coming together. They are. They're rippling, if you will. There you go. All right. Until next week, don't forget to be a fountain. And not a dream. Bye. Bye.